0: Welcome to Beyond the Press Release, a production of GORCOM, in which we take the time to speak with small-cap executives after they put on important news with us today. Happy to have him back, because it felt, it's felt like a while. Rob Banson, CEO and founder of Fobi AI, trades uh, in Canada under Fobi, F-O-B-I. And for our friends yes, F-O-B-I-F. For those new to the story, and most of you are going to be, you know, the, the old-timers, the OGs, but we know they're always new people. Here's what you need to know. The company is a global leader In providing real-time data analytics through artificial intelligence to help drive customer activation and engagement in the brick and mortar space sounds like a bit of a mouthful but more than just lip service the company's already announced this year a strategic alliance with nielsen iq to literally transform the retail sector uh they entered one of the most significant partnerships in its history with ntt data the world's fourth largest telecom company uh, approved for the oracle partner network and multiple uh, pilot agreements with the like of Sobies and Certos. We're going to talk about those, major financing. What we're here to talk about today, Fobie Corporate Update includes completion of several pilot tests, now in advanced term negotiations, $10.4 million in funding, and uplist to major exchange. Rob, welcome back, man. George, good to be back. How have you been? Because the last one we did was back on May 26th which for you and I seems like an eternity and could be perceived as a bit of a quiet period, but you've been busier than ever, right?
1: I know I had a lot of shareholders ask me if we broke up. (laughs) Never.
0: No, all kidding
1: aside. No, we've been extremely busy. Uh, It's more of just a fact that heads down. Uh, Obviously, we've gone through a major rebranding. As you alluded to, we've got numerous pilot agreements now that are working and, and we're planning on scaled rollout. So we've had a huge hiring uh, over the last two months here. Um, so we're just working on all of our, our internal processes and getting things in place for a uh, tremendous, exciting end to the year here.
0: And besides the obvious, we're going to go talk about pilots and all other biz dev, uplisting, balance sheet, all that. But there are two, uh, two things I like to look at, two indicators that People should be probably reading into one is the torrid hiring spree we know about the executives because those have been press released but you guys have hired and then how big is the is the is the team now from the last time we spoke
1: well we've added about a dozen positions uh, on the technical side um, some key account management positions as well of course uh, channel partner managers uh, we've added to the team to support the teluses and sgbs and Others that we're working with as channel reseller partners of ours. You know, George, we spent, you know, I spent the first 18 months commercializing, refining, tweaking the product. Uh, that was the key thing to me is to build a, a pipeline that was supported by a product that could truly scale. You know, we've already demonstrated the ability to scale globally, which we have. Um, now I, I've had the, the, the benefit here from, for putting together a world class team. I mean, when you look at where Tamer came from and Julie with Entity Data, two of them, Ian from Epson, Japan, head of office. Richard Lee, of course, Nielsen IQ says wonders, says I worked with him for eight months on our negotiation with Nielsen. But for me now, it puts us in a position of comfort and execution. You know, obviously, as an early stage founder, you wear 15 different hats in a company. Yep. Now I can, I've can. i had the ability to step back, bring in the right people that I don't have to micromanage, that I have full trust and confidence in. And it's given me the ability to look at the broader picture here. You know, I'm sure we'll get into some MA discussion yep. later on, but building the team to now execute on, on the vision and the product and the opportunities, as you've alluded to, with some of these large names, um, it's, it's been a very, very uh, pleasurable experience over the last six, eight weeks here as to watching this all unfold.
0: And I like that as an indicator because you can think anything you want about a company, any company, not just not just Folby from the outside. But when it's on a torrid hiring spree, companies just don't go spending that much money adding on payroll because they feel like spending money. There's a reason it's we should see that as an indicator, correct?
1: Well, most definitely. No, I, I got asked about a lot. You know, I mean, when you start to look at it, too, is you know we've, I think we've had the highest frequency of news releases of uh, any small cap company of the last year. But that being said, we don't really need more business at the moment. You know, the oper- people don't understand the opportunities that we have in the pipeline are are so large that for us now, if all we were to do for the next year was to execute on those and meet full scale, uh, <laughs> company will be in an unbelievable position. Of course, that being said, I'm always pushing the envelope. We've got a tremendous amount of interest and queries as things are now reopening as COVID's, you know, looks like it's dissipating, disappearing a bit. Um, but no, for us, it's just execution. I mean, I said it's the end of last year, you know, th- this is all going to be about turning the corner and our biggest year yet. Um, it, it has been in my, my opinion already, um, and we're only halfway through the year. So the remainder of the year is exciting because now it's the realization of these revenue commercialized contracts that of course, the, the shareholders been waiting for And my board has been waiting for And I'm happy to report that these are going extremely
0: well. And the second indicator is money talks BS walks and you've invested over $750,000 of your own money, I think that's year to date, including $350,000 in the last private placement. That's another indicator uh, that you're not just talking the talk, you're walking the walk.
1: Yeah, most definitely. I mean, for, you know, going back five months, whatever it was now, um, I look for value. I'm I'm an investor as well. Obviously I've got a, a great deal already, you know, millions of dollars already put into this, but, for me, no, I pick and choose spots as well. I mean, I—it's I, an absolute steal where we've been. Uh, obviously, coming off our financing, you know, I think we saw a little bit of overhang, of course, and you know, the odd short position trying to take a swing at us. But you know, coming out like news today on a Friday is—it's a risky business. And like I said, um, I'll just sit back and wait and pick them off one by one. You know, we hit this at thirty-five. We hit it at 75, we hit it at about 35. And once we broke through the short, we went to 297, I think it was six weeks. You know, I'm anticipating the same thing here. Uh, Very short future, I anticipate we'll break the short again and we'll recognize new
0: highs. All right, that's exciting to hear. So let's talk about some of the reasons of why that may happen, because this always happens with business fundamentals. Obviously the things, People want to hear about first are the pilots. Uh, there's a number of them, but maybe we'll focus on Sobies, Certos, and Telus. Uh, as specific as you can be, because we know you're handcuffed from being too specific, how well are they going? How happy are you with the levels of execution? More importantly, how happy are they with the levels of execution?
1: Oh, very well, because it's the same side. We, we started with one, one application, if you will, on uh, many of these fronts and Obviously, I'm not going to get into each and every one of them, but you check the box, you check the box, and then it's, hey, what, can we, what else can we do to add value here? How can you help us with our business objectives for the remainder of the year, and more importantly, next year? So we've, we've actually built on the fly new product offerings based upon, you know, Sylvie's so and TELUS and others' requests or needs, if you will, which speaks a lot to Tamer and our tech team. You know it's it's we we have an extremely powerful team now uh, and obviously led by someone as experienced as tamer is extremely exciting and comforting as well um so when we start to look at each, each one george it's it's really been about not just the credibility of which we're you know we're having to get the boxes and you know go through the hoops as you say but it's really now truly becoming more about partnership it's now is what's next after this, right? And that's the exciting part to me. You know, we, we're now is we're looking at, okay, where are we starting? What does the scale look like for the next quarter and, and beyond? Um, and this is the need for us now, why we've made the hires, uh, why we've ramped up and why we did the financing. You know, there's a boatload of hardware that's going to be purchased as a result of this. Uh, I wanted to ensure that I kept us in a strong position and not caught, you know, um, looking in the mirror and wondering what happened per se.
0: It's a great indicator, Rob, also that in some of these pilots, and I know you weren't able to be specific in the press release, so we won't be specific here, that you've had partners come back and say, we like what we see here. Can we do more?
1: Yeah, for sure. And and. It's interesting because it's not just, um, when I say partnership, it's the way we're looking at it. Because when you look at a successful collaboration, it's just not the value of today, but more importantly, the transformative value that we bring, you know, for the next 18, 24 months. You know, I I made a statement back when we did the Coupon Bureau uh, integration announcement and partnership and, I said that would be our biggest means to revenue, um, and when you when you look at the model, uh, and, and we'll be able to share some of this stuff once it's uh, rolled out and some of these other aspects are public. But when you look at the numbers around the CPG activation side of our business, the SaaS is great. The SaaS will cover the nut and grow and gain us multiples and stuff. But when you start to look at the revenue associated to the CPG and the promotions and the offers and that feedback of the data exchange, that's where the numbers become absolutely crazy. Even discounted, Um, a couple of the groups that you've mentioned here, this is a whole new level of the partnership which we're working on structuring and finalizing. And these things just don't happen overnight. If this was as simple as, hey, we're gonna go plug in 10,000 phobies across the country, great. You know, that's a matter of a, you know, one week negotiation and that we've got multiple levels of stuff here. That's not, not even publicly disclosed yet. So, you know, I've been spending the last three weeks pretty much with the legal counsel and hanging my hat uh, in their office, but we're, it's exciting to see where we not only where we came from, but more importantly, where we're headed.
0: When you say a lot of these, Pilots are in legal review. Uh, I know what you what that means. You know what that means, obviously. A lot of people do, but some people don't quite know what the significance of being at legal review means. Uh, maybe you can kind of put some color on that so people understand the stage of where some of these are at.
1: Yeah, for sure. It's understanding the, the cost of the, the annual license, if you will. Uh, it's all broken down into numbers. I mean, if you look at uh, Silby's, there's over almost 18,000 lanes. Um, You know, that's a great deal. That doesn't happen overnight. It's great. Here's the commitment to the first scale of the rollout. Here's the cost of the rollout, the management. And as I've mentioned, there's other pieces of the business now that are being negotiated. What does that revenue share look like together? Um, So there's a lot of moving parts. And like I said, it's kind of all going into the blender. I'm um, looking to pour that pretty drink here pretty quick.
0: And I'll ask the devil's advocate question, but because I think it's prudent, I need to ask: Have you had any failures uh, in any of these in in any of these uh, uh, pilots?
1: No, the only challenge we've had is was COVID. I mean, understandably, a lot of our deployments were in the UK, and they were much like Ontario. Seems like you guys were in shutdown for the a great deal of time here, but. No, that was our biggest um, biggest challenge. Now that uh, once the technology was in and everyone saw the results and benefits, that's when the smile you know, came on the face and we began to discuss you know more of great, here's what we did for you here, but take a look at this, right? It's all about for us getting your foot in the door. The hardest thing in business, of course, is taking your idea, creating a commercialized application, and bringing, you know, getting that first meeting and getting that first client. You know, our case is not, our challenge is not getting the client and getting the business. Now it's become the point of value of which we bring to the organization from a transformative solution aspect.
0: I can't wait to hear the specifics because I got a feeling I can't ask you much more. Uh, but it sounds like the pilot's going great and we're going to have some uh, news in the, in the near in, 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 the, in the near future, I guess, or in the not too, not too distant future. Let's yeah, talk about
1: other- George too, you know I'm sorry to interrupt you, but no. there, there, there's a lot of things I like said, you know, when, when you start to recognize the value of our tech team uh, and what Tamer has brought to our team, um, there's a lot of product integrations with other groups that um, we'll be announcing in, in very short order. Um, for us, it's now about automation. You know, I, I said before the last three, six months, real time, real time, real time. Now it's about automated onboarding and billing and all these processes, much like we did with Vend we're, we're about to unleash that with multiple different large point of sale and, and loyalty companies.
0: All right. And that's actually where I was going next, which is let's talk about other biz dev. Yeah, How's the, uh being as specific as you can be and i know you can't be too specific but how has the pipeline been filling uh during this you know quiet period that you guys have uh, you know th- th- this quiet period you guys have been in
1: well if you asked mike canavaro he would laugh if you said quiet period because <laughs> he, he literally is 24 7. um the, with the pass creator acquisition the pass creator and the phoby ai capabilities transcends it to a whole new dynamic level. So there's a lot of projects in in Europe that we've been working on that uh, we'll be able to speak about uh, very shortly. Um, At home here, of course, with everything reopening, all of a sudden the the US college and schools and stuff is a big part because a lot of the states, there has to be the verification of you know, student digital ID is, is one big request we're getting. Um, but more importantly, now the vaccination um, certification um, is playing a big part of it. We're seeing as well. So it's um, there, there's no quiet period. Um, that's that's not our challenge. The luxury that I have today is to build a sit back, to build to look at each opportunity that I'm presented with and look at. OK, great. Here's George Com. Here's the size of the opportunity. Here's what the technical debt's going to be for us. Is this something that we're going to go after? I mean, I'm, you know, have that luxury now from a technical team side to be able to say, yep, let's go after it. in a sprint, which is two weeks for us, uh, we're, we're, you know, ready to go. But from a business standpoint, a revenue now standpoint, we're, we're, we can't do everything, of course. So I've been, you know, the last six weeks here, really focused internally on, where we're headed for the remainder of this year, but more importantly, setting up already for next year. And it's a path through automation and scale of our business development pipeline. And we'll be announcing some very exciting channel partners that uh, takes us to a whole new level globally, not just here in North America.
0: Wow, okay. Can't wait to hear about that. Nice nice, nice little teaser drop there. Speaking of setting up for the future, um, there's two kinds of setups. One is the business side and you've talked uh, really uh, in detail about that. The other is the capital market side, and the two things I kind of see—and correct me if I'm wrong—that I'm kind of putting together is the the balance sheet strength, the recent raise, and the uh, and, and your update on the uplist, which you believe is going to take place in Q4. So is that a big yeah. reason? Is is the uplist and the balance sheet it's almost like they're working hand in hand? The uplist and the balance sheet. Uh, are there to support the business, but at the same time, your belief in where the business is going is the reason why you need to keep planning for the uplist.
1: Yes, both, head and hand. Um, understand this too that a lot of the opportunities that we're working on either finalizing, you know, in near term or um, perhaps in Q4, they're, they're very significant. There's a great deal of due diligence. And balance sheet plays a big part of it, right? Understanding, great. Here's what you guys have from a technical perspective and product and service offering, but are, are you gonna, you know, is this gonna break the back of the company, right? So for for me, that that was the you know the reason for the raise. It's to keep in line with where we're heading, um, keep us in a strong position, and and make a, you know a, an uplisting process. Not a huge burden um, and stress it's more of progress natural progression if you will um which for us in our board it's it's perfect timing uh and i think you know come q4 is, is a perfect time as we'll be well suited in position now
0: and and some investors were critical of the race uh but i sure. think i think it's important to point out and and for you to point it out you need, you need that balance sheet muscle so that you don't scare off customers that you've been working so hard to acquire, so hard to impress, only for yeah. them to say, man, we like it all, but you might fall apart on us, so we can't take a risk on you.
1: No, no, Hunter, that's, that's 100%. I mean, look, I'm, I'm still the largest shareholder by country mile. I mean, I'm pouring money into this left, right, and center, half from day one. So n- nobody likes dilution. Obviously, I don't either. Uh, But it's a necessity. Um, It's the same side of it like right now. Short's made a big attempt to drive us below a dollar. You know, Um, for us, where are you going? I mean, it's not like we need money. So you're not going to drive me into a a bad financing, you know. Um, So for me, it's always, George, about keeping ourselves in the strongest position possible at all times. I said, I'm not working on today. I'm six months down the road and my focus is already on next year. You know, with our our plans for scale and the opportunities that I'm looking at and working through right now with lawyers and our team internally, um, you have to have that foresight. You you have to take the money to keep you in that position of strength. I mean, to come out, I think we're all honestly not to critique other companies, but you see these other uplisting um, efforts and all of a sudden they got to announce a $50 million raise to get there and you know that, that's, that's a big number, right? And, and for us, I'm happy to do it where, where we did it, not really where we did it, of course, with a number perspective, but timing of when we did it because it's really helped us, I can assure you that, in a lot of these conversations of securing yep. big business.
0: Well, I know when we talk to clients, sometimes we talk to things that we're, we're often asked, how we have a staff you have, well, how are your resources? Can yep. you handle us? It's it really is something important because clients don't want to make an investment in you at the end of the day, uh, only for you not to be able to support it. And then they're scrambling, just trying to trying to save the whole damn thing.
1: Well, it's just that's just it, um, you know, and that's to be straight up honest with you. A lot of the reasons for some of the hires we made is because going through the diligence check check no missing list position here this needs to be filled right because they don't want to you know put a boatload of money into something and then you know understand that there's no plug in the boat and the boat's going down so you know it's been a, it's been a good collaboration with some of these big opportunities because you know a lot of them just look at it and it's not there they move on so it's because of the yep. exceptional value of which we are bringing and the way I always try to position is, you know, we don't sell our products, we sell partnership, right? Every group has deficiencies. We all understand that. But here, what's needed to gain your business and to gain the trust in, is we move forward.
0: Safe to say, most of all the boxes that you think big partners would want checked are now checked. Yeah, we've we've done everything,
1: George, on our end, humanly possible. Um, You know, I'm, as you said, I'm extremely confident, uh, let's just say that, uh, of where we're headed here in the next six months and next year. Um, It's, there's a lot, like I said, from day one, um, you know, I've never come out and said we're going to do, take over the world here in 90 days. I've always said, this is not a stock. This isn't a trade. This is, you know, time, right? Um, we've never been in a stronger position than we currently are today. You know, understandably, the bit of the short pressure we've seen and perhaps overhang from the finance and whatnot. The last, you know, I think it was nine days we were down in a row. Um, you know, that does not reflect the, the value or, or of the company, right? Like so Jeff Bezos said, the stock's not the company and vice versa. You know, so for me, it's, I don't get panicked in these situations. Like I said, I, I've had a great deal of people that reach out and, you know, most of them just want to understand the sun's going to come up tomorrow. And, you know, he explained the fundamentals of the company. And like I said, if you invested, it, whether it's a $2 or $0.07, the company's never been in a stronger position today on all fronts. So I don't get, I don't get worried by it. I just see it as opportunity. Um, and every
0: tech company goes through that. I don't care. Every growth company, if you look at Tesla, Netflix, Apple, um, they've all gone through that. I remember back in 2012, Apple went up to $750 a share and within six months is at $315 a share and people were running around with the heads cut off. Right. Um, so every, it was like Amazon,
1: people forget Amazon went from $108, $128 to $6 overnight literally overnight right when when the tech boom crashed so it, it's timing right I mean I we're in the middle of a you know um, acquisition negotiation right now and that was one of the questions how come the stock price has gone down over the last three months <laughs> well stocks don't continually go up right it's uh, we had a pretty big consolidation for quite some time at $1.60. Obviously we all know what happens during finances, right? They get the number they need to fill their interest in the book and you're left there to, to rebuild it up, which, you know, I'm full confidence will be in a very timely fashion, but it's, it's just that. It's, um, you know, for me, the proudest moment uh, is the team that I put together. For me, the next, I think, level will be announcing these commercialized deals. Because it gives the investors the ability to understand now each and every revenue touch point of our contracts. SAS is one piece, annual license is one piece. When people truly understand the size and scope and magnitude of this digital promotion with Coupon Bureau and others, this is where this goes to a whole new level. That's, yeah, that's when, going to
0: be exciting. That's going to be exciting. That's the breakout when, when you can give it to us.
1: That's everything I've done for five years is for that moment, right? And, and from there, that's that's where this goes to me to, uh, to the moon, as they say, because not just from a share price, but the investors will truly understand what they have invested into here. Um, and more importantly, what that means for next year.
0: Last question. When we did our big last big corporate update uh, at the end of 2020, and 2020 was a fantastic year, including NTT data and us that had been happening Q4 there. And we all were really excited about what was happening. You said that 2021 was going to surpass 2020 by, by a couple of magnitudes. Are you still feeling that way? And is it too early for you to think that 2022 might surpass 2021 by a couple of magnitudes also?
1: Well, not even close. I mean, it is no, no, not even close turn. Let's get real here. Um, it's easy to tell a story. Well, not easy, but a lot of companies tell great story. It's very, very hard to build something that's truly scalable. And for us, we had that luxury of the product. We had the luxury of the story and the interest of all these great partners and pilots and whatnot. Um, but the team, the team is everything without the team there's no ability to execute on a story, on a product or anything. Now that I have the team to do all of this, George, this is this fun. I'm, I'm having fun again.
0: That's great. You know,
1: I, I don't, of course. Um, yeah, because you,
0: you don't have 20 different hats anymore. You're not the one man band. You're no, yeah. everyone in place to do what's got to be done. Like
1: I said, this is what's enabled me now to be working on 2022 already. Right. Strategically, visionary wise, I I knew what I wanted to do. I didn't have the ability to execute it because I didn't have the team, right? This is my biggest excitement again and why I'm having so much fun is now I'm already on to 2022, right? We're on to the next, as Bill Belichick says. So for this year, um, you know, it's the realization of revenue and understanding of what, you know, is to come for FOBI and the value from the revenue and reporting aspect of, the remaining six months. And it's the positioning. It's the positioning now of the biggest of the best uh, and where we're headed here for 2022.
0: Can't wait to see what happens the next six six weeks, six months. But most importantly, Rob, thanks to that corporate update because I think a little, a lot of people really, uh, really appreciated that. And more importantly, thanks for coming on with us as always to really uh, you know, go beyond that press release and, and give people even more color and context. I think they're gonna love what you had to say. And let's not take six weeks to do the next one.
1: No, it won't be six weeks, George. We're back. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I love it. I love it. Thanks, Rob. Thanks for joining us. Have a great weekend.
1: Yeah, have a great weekend. Thanks, George.
0: For those of you who've been watching or listen by podcast on Spotify, Google, Apple, your favorite podcast platform, to Rob Anson, he's CEO of Fobie AI, trades on the TSX Venture Exchange on the stock symbol FOBI, and for our friends of the S on the stock symbol F-O-B-I-F. For those who are new to the story and you got to do due diligence, two ways to do it. One, get to the Fulby profile in the GoreCom because we know there's a lot of technology and a lot of moving parts here. We give you a good 10,000 foot overview of the company. And then from there, link over to the Fulby website. Do your deep dive due diligence because you've heard what Rob has had to say. And now you got to make your own decision. Just don't say 12, 12 months from now, we didn't tell you so. Thanks for joining us. Have a great day. See you next time. Hey guys, the video's over, but don't forget to help your company by liking it and even leaving a comment below. And then don't forget to help yourself by subscribing to our YouTube channel so you never miss another great Agoracom small cap video.